The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Sunday, March 6th. And if you haven't listened to yesterday's show, stop right now. Go listen to yesterday's show because that was the first part of our interview with Ed Slot. He is the IRA, Roth IRA expert, CPA. We really covered a lot of ground just in terms of planning for taxes for this year. This is the second part of our interview with Ed Slot. Do you think that there, I mean, there's a lot of money in Roth assets. So do you think that there is a a world in which the Roth goes away? No, I'll tell you, Congress loves, I mean, loves Roth IRAs. They're addicted to the income it brings in. They will never tell you that because it's their golden goose. And why? Because they are the world's Congress I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. They are the world's worst financial planners on earth. So why not take advantage of that? They only look at what they get up front. So they love Roth conversions. Every time for years since they eased up and allowed more people into the program, they saw boatloads, windfalls of tax revenue they use for all their other pet projects. So it's too good to be true. They won't kill their golden goose. Maybe they'll trim around the edges a little and say, well, if you take a distribution, these other things may be taxable or something like that. But they're not going to kill their golden goose. That's just my feeling. And they prove it over and over again. For example, in the Build Back Better bill, it's like the worst. Uh, I know. Uh, I hate it. The BBB. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a provision in there, separate from the provision I talked about, that for high income earners, they would ban Roth conversions outright. That's that provision if your income is over 400,000 single or 450 married joint. Mm-hmm. There would be an ban, outright ban on Roth conversions. The other part I talked about, the backdoor Roth, that's after tax. This is all right. Roth conversions. So now they're saying that they don't believe that high income earners should be able to do these big Roth conversions. So they put this complete ban in the Build Back Better bill. And the interesting part is, which shows the secret I just gave you, that one provision, the effective date was 10 years out 
for years after 2031. So on the one hand, Congress says we don't want these people converting with all their you know, high income, but we do like the income it brings in. So we're going to let that continue for 10 years because we love the revenue we get. It fits perfectly in our 10-year budget cycles. So they want the money. So all they're doing with a provision like that is accelerating the be- very behavior they're saying they don't want because they want the money. Yeah, of course. It's so funny. They're so full of it. It's hysterical. You're right. They're just terrible managers. Mark, what other questions do you have? Ed, if people lose the ability to do Roth conversions, or the backdoor Roth, I should say, if they lose that ability, they obviously make too much money to do a regular Roth. Is there any benefit to doing a traditional? Doesn't it just make more sense to put the money into a brokerage account? I think so too. Because again, well, you could do a non-deductible IRA, but then you have people like that. They sounds good until they have to do the bookkeeping on it, so to speak, and keep track of what percentage of your IRA is non-deductible, what's deductible. You have to file that form 8606 and report that every year. It's just you have to keep track of things, and it gets to be a pain in the neck for some people, and some tax professionals miss it altogether. I think you're better off, as long as you're doing that, put it into a regular like brokerage account and get the benefit of lower capital gain rates. What do you think is the um, possibility? In Build Back Better, there was no conversation um, that seemed to be like people really pushing back on changing capital gains rates. What do you think the reality is on that front? That's more likely. I thought you were going to go to the uh, the third rail and say, are they going to touch step up in basis? And the answer to that is no, it never worked. Uh, we're in last year marked the hundredth year, a hundred years of step up in basis. And every time, if you look at the history over those hundred years that it came up, you know, whenever there was income inequality and all of that stuff, they said, let's, you know, let's get these people and uh, stop step up in basis. And every time they try to do it, it failed because in the end, it fell mostly on the unintended targets. People that were like a one-year millionaire, they had a a sale of a house that went up in value that's happening a lot now, or a sale of a business, and they got caught up in that. But there was a time in the 80s, if you remember, where the capital gain rates were the same as ordinary income rates, and everything was fine. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. You know my feeling on this. I know you hate this because this is really just me saying, like, fairness even though I profit from a capital gains rate being at these low levels, it's insanity to me. It's insanity because it would not make a hill of beans of difference if you had, no one would say like, oh, I'm not going to invest anymore because I have to pay, you know, I have to pay ordinary income on the, my gains. That's baloney. Everyone would invest. Maybe they wouldn't trade as much, which I think would be right. great. You know, fine. Or make it a five-year hold period to get the good capital gains rates or something like good like that. I also think, by the way, the idea of excluding gains on housing is ridiculous, completely ridiculous. I can't imagine how many more benefits the government has to give out to people who buy versus rent. It seems ludicrous to me. Well, the only thing with houses is, I'll give you an example. Years ago, my my father died many years ago, but after that, my mother sold the house and we grew up in, and it's the same little house. He bought it for 16,000 and she sold it for 500,000. But that's what that house was worth then. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that was just inflation. There was no real gains in there. 
Yeah, but that's the same with stocks. You would then have to apply that exact same thing. Oh, my my mother worked at American Express and I bought she, you know, she bought shares for, you know, pennies. And now it's worth so much more. Well, you know, a lot of stock increases has to do with inflation. Also, we make such a strange distinction on this. I just that's true. The tax code could be way simpler if you just took away all this crap and just said, okay, everyone's going to pay tax whether you earn the dollar or whether you earn the dollar on an investment or a house. Like it would be a much fairer tax system. You know, I've had this rant for many years, so I'll just stop now. What else, Mark, do we need to know about the brain of Ed Slot and how we can make ourselves seem really smart right now? You don't see him, Joe, but we get a ton of questions from people asking about the back door. So how long do you suggest that they wait, Ed? Oh, you don't have to wait at all. No, no, I, I mean before we see if Build Back Better becomes a bill. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the actual process. I don't know. You know, every day I look at Congress and it's in, it's out. I ju- I'm just saying if anything passes, that's going to come, you know, that's on the train already. Yeah. It's certainly, I think, worth waiting first few months of the year. I mean, Mark, what about if we are our general advice is like, let's check in on whether or not to do your backdoor Roth at the end of the first quarter. Let's see what let's see where we are. If it's like, hey, Joe Manchin is killed, build back better. There will be no part of it that passes. Fine. Then you can go ahead and do it. But like, we'll know more information, even if it's not clear. It's like I know whether or not to try to pull the trigger or not. Are you still having fun doing all the stuff that you do? Oh, yeah. I'm doing uh, public television. We just did a new program called Ed Slots Retirement Freedom. We'll be showing nationwide. And I think they're using my show and maybe one other as almost like a guinea pig for a new type of public television show that they never had before uh, because of COVID, a show without an audience. Mm. Just me talking with graphics and, you know, so we'll see how that works. But a lot of new information coming out and there's a lot of new things going on uh, tax wise. So you need more help than ever before. As you said, you're not going to get it from IRS. Not that they don't want to. They just can't. It's a it's a math thing. There's just a numbers thing. Yeah. It's too much on them. So you, this may be the year to go to a tax planner and, and get some information. For example, something even simple like RMDs, required minimum distributions. They start at a different age now at 72. And there's a new table out for 2022, the first time in 20 years, they raised people's life expectancy. If you look at the table, it's very optimistic. The new uh, table for, for calculating your RMDs, whether you're an owner or a beneficiary, actually increases, goes up to, they have factors now up through 120 years plus old. So I guess by law, you have to live that long. It's in the law now. Okay. If you want to read more about all the great stuff that Ed puts out, just go to his website, irahelp.com, irahelp.com. Keep an eye out on your uh, public broadcasting television stations where Ed often will appear. And if you've got a financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button and we'll get your note. Doesn't matter what it is. We're happy to explain anything that is on your mind and answer questions, helping you take the next best step, not dwelling on what happened before. We're going to what can we do going forward? That's the most important thing. Okay. Remember, you can't really go fix a lot of that stuff. So let's go and say, how can we make things better? Do something nice for someone else today. That's how you can definitely make things feel a lot better for someone else and also for you. 
grit, growth, grace. How about a little gratitude? We'll take that as well. Uncertain times really means we got to feel grateful for what we have today. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.